0: Do you want more leads with less effort? Okay. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be
1: heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon.
0: Everybody, welcome to the 32nd episode of Blair Radio. Here we talk about online businesses and we talk to online business owners. And I had the opportunity to talk to the founder of one of my favorite businesses, Socialbee. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how SocialBe got started and what makes it different compared to the other social media platforms that have similar features. This was an interview that I was excited to have, and I'm excited to share it with you now. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about SocialBe. It's a social media platform built on content, growth and engagement. It's used by me and thousands of business owners, entrepreneurs and agencies. And first, I want to say that it's one of my favorite tools that I use today. It's a social media marketing tool that helps you with getting your content in front of your audience. I love Social B, and I'm excited to be talking with the chief executive B, Avi Negrin. Welcome, Avi. Am I saying
1: your name right? Yeah, it's Ovi, but uh, that was close enough. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, James. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Uh, I'm very happy to have you here. Um, I want to go back, all the way back. As a boy, growing up in Romania, what what did you want to be growing up? <laughs>
1: Well, um so I somehow I, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, even though I don't know exactly where I got that from because my parents were not exactly entrepreneurs. Uh, when I was still quite young, uh, there was still communism here, so you were not even able to become an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and right after the um, uh, revolution in eighty nine once we also become a became a democracy, there started to be a lot of let's call them entrepreneurs, but they were like, Most of the times trying to buy something cheap and sell it more expensive and they weren't like proper businesses, but there was starting something to to happen. And I I think I always enjoyed and liked the idea of of entrepreneurship. Uh, Eventually I got into it, but I think I had that from early on.
0: Awesome. So from then, how long did it take you to come up with, with Nugget?
1: oh uh, there was a very long journey from from from, from there to to, to nugget uh, and actually even before nugget I had some some other startups which failed or just like uh, easily died uh, away uh, then i went into the corporate and got all sorts of jobs and at one point once that entrepreneurship each started to each uh, uh, again i uh, i started nugget which was in i think 2015 so uh, some about five years ago now.
0: All right, now you said that your other startups and also I know Nugget, you admitted that it failed. What would you say went wrong and what did you learn?
1: Well, if I'm gonna think specifically about Nugget, the number one problem and what this all boils down to, it's that it was uh, a vitamin and not a painkiller. So Nugget, uh, for the ones who are curious what that was, was an app that brought uh, quotes from business and personal development books. And uh, there are nowadays all sorts of uh, book summary apps and things like that. But in our case, I think we wanted, went a bit too far with the summarization part. So in order to turn that into a business, we would have had to like get it to a lot, a lot, a lot of users, which uh, as a bootstrap startup would have been impossible. So basically, in our case, the number one problem was that People liked the app, but then they didn't necessarily return to it on an ongoing basis or uh, as often as we would have wanted them to. And it was hard, close to impossible to monetize that user base.
0: What would you say that you learned from it? Was it to find a way to get them to come back in the future? Or what was one thing you think that you you learned from
1: that? I think it was also about learning to... um, to think about the business model from the beginning, or at least to know that the business model that you will eventually pursue is in sync to your type of a startup and to your type of a financing. Because, for example, if we would have been heavily financed, we could have tried to make uh, Nugget grow and without requiring any revenue from it, but to invest in ads and to invest in marketing to to get it to hundreds of thousands of. Uh, users and then we would have been able to monetize some other way, but that was not the case. And because we were running out of our own money, that's why we had to basically stop working on Nugget. And luckily, we pivoted into Socialbee uh, because we saw that some some so- social media techniques and tools that we built to grow Nugget that were working were quite valuable, and we saw that people were willing to pay for that. So that's how we also got to pivot. Um, but with regards to what I've learned is definitely to have a clearer plan of how you will be able to sustain this business, either as because you know exactly you will get some VC financing or and then have a clear plan for that. Or if you're planning to monetize it directly from the the users, make sure that you validate that quite early on. Because we did try all sorts of monetization things, uh, but they were not properly validated. So it, it did not work in the end.
0: And you said that you took some of the things that you learned from Nugget to Pivot into Social SocialBee. And I saw that you built SocialBee using Google Spreadsheets and Zapier. How? Can you, can you tell me how you did that?
1: Yeah. So basically also at Nugget, because we were bootstrapped and we were running like we were running it uh, via our savings. Uh, we were very careful to not spend any money. We didn't have to. So... Um, At at Nugget, we were producing a lot of evergreen content in the forms of book summaries and also these quotes that we were uh, sharing on social media. Mm. And because it was evergreen, we wanted to share it multiple times. And we basically created a system where you could add those social media posts in a Google sheet. Then they had some some specific settings to that sheet, some quite complex formulas. And based on those complex formulas, we would basically able to generate the next post the next schedule Uh, what we now have easily integrated in social b it was like some very complex formulas in uh, google sheets before and then we were connecting those uh, via zapier through some other social posting tools like buffer or to get rss feeds via zapier to get them to these google sheets and then zapier would also help generate these formulas it was a very duct tape solution, very <laughs> happy to get their solution. But I mean, it worked and we, we managed to get um, the first customers even with that solution. And that's when that's when we knew that we were onto something and we should focus on social SocialBee.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I like said it worked. But you mentioned, so you were using um, spreadsheets, Zapier and Buffer. So Buffer already existed. So why create social SocialBee?
1: Yeah. So um, for, for people who know tools like Buffer or Hootsuite, they know that they are tools which are relatively simple to use but there's also some limitation which comes with that simplicity namely basically in buffer or on hootsuite or tools like this you have one queue where you add your social media posts and then you need to fill up that queue and as posts go out of that queue once the queue is uh, is empty nothing goes out on your social profiles this is the number one problem and the second problem is that if you want to share different types of content from different types of categories or different types of campaigns and you want to mix them in such a way that it's not that for example you are just sharing promotional posts for the next week because you sat down and wrote 10 pro- promotional posts but rather you intersect some promotional posts with some curated content your own blogs your own podcast and so on if you want to do that you have to always drag and drop and reorder things in your queue uh, otherwise it's they won't go out in the proper order. So in Social Bee, how we're different is that we're offering a a category-based posting system that can also recycle your best evergreen content. So what this means is that instead of saying, okay, on Monday at two, I want to share this specific post, you can say on Monday at two, I want to share a post from the promotional content category. And then we are giving you these categories. You fill up your categories with the right type of content. And then we just use always the next post in line. And even more so, if you want, you can mark a category as being evergreen. So this means that those posts in that category are as relevant today as they will be a few days, weeks, or even months from now. So then whenever we have to post from that category, we take them one by one until we get to the last one. And then if it's an evergreen category, we just go to the first post again. So we basically keep recycling your your posts so you don't have to spend time to always come up with new content.
0: And over, and that is what I love so much about social be. Also, um, you can even set up categories to be random so that you can say that I want on this day to have something posted from out of a random category. It's amazing the way that it all works. And I definitely think everybody should, should check it out. So right now you have over 100,000 users and you guys are helping them with getting their content in front of their audience. What social media sites are you able to post to?
1: Yeah, so basically we can post on all of the major social platforms. So we can post on, on Facebook, um, and here it's about Facebook groups, Facebook pages, and also Facebook personal profiles. But with that one, it's not directly anymore, not since Cambridge Analytica, because after Cambridge Analytica, um, most social networks uh, stopped a lot of accesses to third-party tools like ours. But we give you some uh, a mobile app to help you post also on your personal Facebook profile. Besides that, we can also post on on Instagram, Uh, we can post on uh, LinkedIn, we can post on Twitter, Uh, we can post on Google My Business and on Pinterest.
0: Awesome, yeah. Are you guys still offering the 14-day free trial?
1: Yes, Uh, you can uh, start a free trial without adding a credit card. Uh, You can just go on our website and give it a try.
0: But what's not included is your concierge service. Can you explain more about that, what it is and how people can benefit from
1: it? Yes. So basically uh, Socialbee is a social media management platform. It's a tool that you can use on your own. But besides offering you these tools, we can also offer these concierge services on top of the tool. So basically this would mean that if you don't know what to post on social media or don't have the time or just you would rather outsource that and do something else in that time, you can uh, get a subscription for one of our concierge services, which are delivered by real humans. So, And the number one concierge service that we, we have is the social media specialist, where basically we're creating a social media post for you on a daily basis. So we can help you uh, to create these social media posts. Uh, we can help you create blog posts with our content writing service. Uh, we can help you grow your audience on LinkedIn or on Instagram. We can help you run your ads and so on. And we see a lot of small business uh, owners who are basically always uh, struggling to find more hours in the day um, and who want to outsource the social media part. And they know they they have to be on social media, but they don't know exactly what to do there, uh, how often they should post, what should they post, uh, and so on. And we see a lot of them who say, okay, Social be you, you do that for me. And then basically for each of these concierge services, we always start with a small intake form where we ask you some specific questions related to that service. And then our, our team of bees, as we call my colleagues, who are handling these services, are, are managing that specific aspect for you.
0: These bees, these uh, social media bees, humans, how many do you have?
1: Currently, we are a team of about 30-ish people plus about 10, 15 uh, more uh, freelancers, uh, which uh, we keep we keep growing that part as well.
0: I love the way you guys are, the way you talk and you communicate, is it's not too business, it's not too tech savvy.
1: Yeah, we're trying not to take ourselves too seriously <laughs> because <laughs> right, right. Uh, at the end of the day, you should also be having some fun also while at work and we, we're doing our best to offer the best customer support that we can.
0: Like you see all the time people are already struggling to get leads and you help people with getting leads through social be right? Yeah. So I know I seen one way was that you will follow people like, let's say, um, on Twitter. And then if they don't follow back in seven days and then you unfollow them.
1: Yes. So this is a service that we we used to have. Um, but t- Twitter does not allow us to, to have that service anymore. Oh, okay. uh, but we do have a similar-ish, but a bit more advanced uh, services for, for Instagram, where, for example, uh, we have an Instagram community management service where we can interact with, v- uh, with relevant accounts on Instagram, either by following or most of the times it's engaging with them directly by commenting uh, on, on a post or by uh, liking their, their posts uh, and so on. Uh, And we do this all by hand. Uh, It's very hands-on and uh, very tailored. Or, for example, on LinkedIn, uh, because especially in the B2B space, LinkedIn is quite powerful. Uh, We can connect with uh, your target audience from your personal profile. And then once connected, we can send them a a, a set of messages uh, with a specific call to action in the end, which most of the times, especially for for smaller businesses, is to jump on a call or to get to to know each other a bit more uh, and to start a relationship from there.
0: Awesome. Ovi, I'm I'm loving everything that you guys are doing. But like we started in the beginning, we were talking about, you know, some of the I like Nugget and the other startups that you had that didn't didn't work out. Like what are you doing to make sure that, that social b is gonna be here with us forever?
1: <laughs> I I think I was just reading some something today about how each company is created in a time and in a place and if you think of the companies from the 1800s there are very very few uh, around and it's really hard to get the company to to go through generation changes so the forever part i think that's that's quite quite hard but like uh, at least for the foreseeable future uh, basically what we're always doing is that we, we already have a very powerful product, and we, we know that we are bringing a lot of value both through our product and through our concierge services. But what we're always doing is to keep improving the product, keep uh, making it easier uh, and nicer to use, uh, keep uh, adding new features, both small, but also like larger features, like purely new mod- modules, and also keep improving our concierge services and bringing more concierge services as, as we see there's a demand from, from the market. And besides that, what's also important for us to do besides uh, building our own house, let's say so properly, is to also market ourselves uh, to, to make sure that, first of all, people are, and people that know us already and customers like you are really love us because uh, that's one of the best ways to to, to grow uh, via word of mouth. But then also to, to do some other marketing activities uh, in the sense of content marketing or running ads or uh, partnerships and, and, and so on. And basically through this combination of making sure that we keep growing, but also making sure that we keep getting better in everything that we do. This is how I'm, I'm confident that we will be around for many, many years to come.
0: Yeah, I'll say this forever. Nothing lasts forever. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just you know, I wanted people to to, to understand that you, even once you do find that success that you, you don't just stop. You have to find ways to, to keep growing and everything that you just said. And I know you also started the social be university, right? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So basically, in our concierge part, what we managed to do is to create uh, almost an engine for growth on the concierge internal. Uh, internally, I mean, so we can get people who are smart. Uh, they they are on social media, but they don't necessarily know exactly all the ins and outs. And we train them in that. And in doing that, we we managed to create a lot of internal processes and procedures and trainings to train our staff. Uh, And we realized that a lot of business owners actually need that uh, because they don't know uh, exactly how to think about social media, how to think about their customers, who's their target audience, what copywriting techniques should they use if they know about copywriting techniques at all. And at one point, we realized that Uh, That's quite uh, a powerful uh, instrument that we have here. And uh, we we turned these, uh, what used to be internal trainings and internal workshops uh, into public-facing workshops. And uh, Mm -hmm. actually, uh, the whole COVID crisis made us, uh, because we always had in mind, and we were planning to do this social B university, uh, like an online university, uh, an online training. But the whole COVID crisis made us do that uh, a bit faster we were already starting to to work on it but uh it just put a bit more uh, pressure um and uh, we we got that done once people started to be locked in the houses so uh, they had some time to to go through our 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 content and learn more about how to do social media how to write posts how to think about the content that you're producing
0: awesome i'm excited for you guys and i'm excited to see what you're going to have in the future i know you're also a startup advisor right
1: yeah, I, i'm i really love the whole startup world and this is how we are uh, how so we we got started uh, as a startup and i like to always uh, also give back uh, plus in in talking with other startups first of all i'm always happy to help but then sometimes uh, i also learn from them or there are some things which uh, i'm advising them to do uh, and we're finding out some some interesting results and then we can bring those back to social media as well
0: well, you have any advice for any startups out there or anybody that's looking to start or scale their business?
1: Yeah, for sure. So obviously, uh, it's it, it really depends on, on the place that you're in. I mean, uh, not geographically, but where in your journey you are. But the most important thing, uh, and even though like Nugget, uh, let's say so, was a failure, I don't regret starting Nugget or my other uh, failed startups because without them I would have not uh, been able to start Social B and to look, to get all of those learnings and uh, use them in Social B. So for sure the number one thing is to to just start and and do it. But as I also told you, it's also good to have a. You you don't need a perfect plan from from the beginning, but you should have a clear vision of what you're planning to do. How will you be making money, especially during these times when people are careful with with uh, what they are spending on. Uh, investors are also really uh, sitting on the sideline and, and thinking hard about if they are investing or not. Plus, uh, it's it's not a time uh, anymore where if you had uh, just an idea and a PowerPoint, you can raise uh, money on, uh, off of that uh, or you cannot do that unless you are uh, a very well-known name who, is, who has done this uh, a few times before. So you have to really find those either three Fs to to fund you Uh, friends, family, and other fools, or to to really bootstrap uh, as well as possible and to bring in revenue in as early as possible. And this is also what we managed to do with Socialbee in a system which I call sell-service scale, where basically you first uh, sell the end results. Then you service the customer and you deliver the results that you promised in whatever way you can, like in our case, there was a lot of manual work involved with those first customers and using our competitors and using these hack together solutions that I told you about and then only then, once you do know that okay you actually validated, there's a real problem, there's a real market, there are people willing to pay you for that, and you know how to do it because you did it by by hand or by these hack together versions at first. It's only then that you you start to scale. And uh, the benefit of of doing it in this way is that by the time you scale by building some technology or scaling a team or whatever scaling means for your specific scenario, you will know exactly what you need to do. So you won't waste time in building a solution three times over again because uh, you did not know what the market actually needed.
0: Yeah, it's great. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, they focus more on the scale part before they think about selling a service. So thank you for sharing that.
1: A lot of times, um, uh, and especially if uh, there are startup people who are coming from a tech background, they basically procrastinate by hiding behind writing code. And they forget that unless you get to some paying customers or some way to monetize that project, it's basically like just a (laughs) a tech project or software development mm-hmm. uh, hobby that you have unless you can also get the the business side of things uh, nailed down. So I always advise people to start selling as early as possible because otherwise it's just like procrastinating without them even knowing.
0: Yeah, like I was you before when I started now um like the business that I do I was more focused on the 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 product and I didn't worry about the the selling part at all and then I feel like you just said I've been procrastinating for two years now. And then, uh, mm-hmm. so that's a mistake that I made, um, your very first customer, I know you said back when you was doing the super complex formulas of Google spreadsheet and, and Zapier and Buffer, is that customer still with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, he still is with us. I'm actually now, uh, in the office and I'm looking at a, a picture he sent us, uh, from his motorcycle since he was like, uh, he he's in Canada and he went on a trip in Canada and his motorcycle has uh, a sticker of social bee on it. And he sent us that picture and we we framed it in our office. Uh, and I'm I'm lucky and I'm happy to to know that he's still with us as a customer. Yeah.
0: That is so cool. I love that. (laughs) All right, Ovi. Um, I want to thank you so very much for coming onto the show. I know that you listen to podcasts, so can you give us like what's your like top three recommendations?
1: Ooh. Uh, that's going to be uh, strange. Let me open up my, my podcast player. It's, it's going <laughs> to be hard because I, indeed, I really listen to a lot of podcasts and I really love a lot. So it's going to be hard to just boil it down to three. But in the startup space, one podcast which I really like is Masters of Scale podcast. Uh, uh, it's with Reed Hoffman, who's the founder of, uh, of LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Then uh, another one of my favorite podcasts is Mixergy. Uh, and they have uh, Andrew Warner. He's probably one of the oldest podcasters in the business who, yes. who kept doing it for many, many years and kept honing his his craft. And he has, I know, over 1,500 1, podcast interviews by now, I think. And then one more, which I really like, is uh, Seth Godin's Akimbo. Because it, it's not necessarily about startups, but Seth, he always has some... Other ways of thinking and other ways of of looking at things, and it somehow I feel it always elevates me when I uh, listen to one of his his podcasts. And you you have to like think a bit uh, because whatever he's saying, he's not saying like with his words. You have to go one or two layers deep uh, to really uh, understand his wisdom. And I know you said three, but I'm gonna give you just one more, uh, which mm-hmm. is a bit of an entertaining, uh, uh, but also in the business world, is uh, business wars it's uh it's basically they're picking most of the times two companies uh that most likely we all know uh, and heard of and uh, they're taking us through their stories uh in it's it's a very narrated uh, type of podcast uh and i really enjoy because it's also it's both entertaining but also informational
0: two out of those four i actually subscribe to so <laughs> cool i want to thank you so very much for your time and i know i know you're a very 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 busy person with social b and everything that you have going on so thank you just for coming onto the show and um sharing your time with me i appreciate it
1: thank you too james it was really my pleasure
0: thanks again ovi for taking the time to answer my questions and thanks for sharing social b with the world i again i really really love it if you're curious i do use social b for my twitter profiles and my facebook pages and group and you should check it out too. Take advantage of the 14 day free trial right now. Okay. So this is usually the spot where I mention a product or software that I think can be useful to you and a product or software that's also related to the current episode. So I'm pretty sure you know what I'm going to recommend, right? So speaking of social media, it's a lot. It can get really, really overwhelming. That's why I'm glad that I found this tool, Social Be. It helps me with everything. I have evergreen content that I schedule and it goes out to my whole entire audience on all of my platforms. I simply set it and I forget it. Social B also offers like these really cool analytical stats and ways to find your audience and see and hear what everybody is talking about. And right now they have a 14 day free trial. So. If you're still listening, that means that you're interested. So just head over to the slash Social to learn more and to get started. And we do have to follow the FTC guidelines. I am an affiliate for Social Bee, and that means that if you go to that link and make a purchase, I may receive a commission. But anyways, it's free right now, so go try it out. Again, that's the slash Social Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard.